0: Hello and welcome to the Game Central podcast number 22. And what a great show we have in store for you today. Now, it's not going to go the usual way of some beautiful introductions some beautiful what have we been playing and some beautiful game shows because to be quite frank there was an event that went on this week Uh, i'm not too sure what it's called but i'm sure gareth will enlighten us uh and it's been absolutely brilliant but joining me today uh the two men that make all of this worthwhile guy whitlock look at me i'm a hipster hello guy how are you today i'm a hipster that's
1: absolutely
0: fantastic (laughs) and gareth how are you today
1: I'm good, thanks. How are you?
0: I'm very well, thank you. Uh, I think. That's a (laughs) lie. But, you know, let's not go into our personal lives, because that's not what we're here for. We're here for games. Now, the little event that happened, uh, what was it called, Gareth?
1: Uh, It was called uh, Gareth Moved. That's what you're talking about, right? That
0: is what you were talking about. And everyone that was interested in Gareth's move all headed to uh, a Los Angeles convention (laughs) centre... to celebrate with him this great m- meteoric rise and his mover plate and Gareth uh, did you feel quite overwhelmed by the amount of support you got?
1: Yeah I couldn't believe it like uh, Microsoft and Sony and Nintendo and Ubisoft and EA they all announced all these new games
0: I think that it was quite selfish them trying to steal the limelight from what everyone was there to actually do to use it as a kind of event to it, plug their own products.
1: It was a bit manipulative but uh, I'm I think I'm over it. I don't have to be the yeah. centre of attention at all times, I suppose.
0: Well, that's that's it. That's what I, I mean, Gareth. When, you, you know, you didn't put any money towards it, and I think uh, at the end of the day, it was one of the events of the summer. So everyone's going to kind of jump on that and try and use it for their advantage. It's probably a, a bloody audience base of millions, isn't
1: it? Billions.
0: Billions. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> but rather than talking about your move, which I'm sure happened successfully.
1: Well, I may so. <laughs> You're
0: That's all that matters. It doesn't matter about the things that you brought with you. Yeah. As long as you brought your PC, yourself, and your larynx, this GamePod, GamePod, Game Central podcast can go ahead. So let's start with Microsoft. Now, Microsoft, I don't know, but from all of the all of the kind of conventions, I've got the feeling that everyone is so desperate to be that. Hey, we're we're with you guys. We're some of the guys. Like, there's no more of these kind of people coming out in suits and ties, very corporate saying this financial year, this fiscal year, we've seen a higher demand in the user base of our software. If you'd like to look at this graph, you can see that the upward trajectory is very promising. There was none of that this year. It was like Phil Spencer's coming out, looking a bit like your creepy uncle, not yours in (laughs) particular, Gareth. I'm not saying he's a creep, but just in general. And there was this very big feeling of, hey, it's up to you guys now where we're headed and we're in it with you just make this generation great and i don't know if it came across as a bit too much gareth or did you like this kind of personal approach
1: i like phil spencer he he doesn't have that like uh snooty businessman feel like the the guy at the sony press conference did who they wheeled out near the end Um, was that
0: phil harrison was he bald
1: it was some was it the sony one it was some just big fat guy
0: you hate big fat guys being willed out at the end but of the
1: Well no, but we, he was just really he looked like every manager I've ever seen, you know? Yeah. He was just your typical executive, whereas Phil Spencer's like you know You
0: like, could go to the pub with him and talk about games.
1: Yeah, he's like, I love Voodoo Vince and I'm wearing a limbo t shirt and we're just gonna talk about games non stop. And yeah. please don't give up on us. We took the connect out guys. We did it for you. And then everyone's like, yeah, yeah.
0: You were the guys that told us what you wanted, and we responded. So kind of rather than going on the offense and saying, you know, what we did last year was wrong, they're kind of using it to their advantage now with saying, hey, you guys can get through to us, yeah? We've done everything you wanted. Please like us. <laughs> so it, it is kind of like that, just showing that people do have power and kind of bending to their whims. But like I said, and of the announcements that were announced... Um, there wasn't anything that really made me think, oh, <laughs> you know, that, and that's a very specific sound that <laughs> I reserve only for special occasions. And because I didn't, uh, I didn't do it spontaneously, uh, therefore I wasn't too excited. But, I mean, like I say, there was a lot lot of stuff that we've kind of seen before or were half expecting. I don't think there was any surprises Sorry if I seem a bit down on it, because, Gareth, (laughs) you've probably got that kind of... Your usual spin, where you're so happy about everything and optimistic. So, Um, let's hear it from an optimist point of view.
1: I'm not happy about everything.
0: But the majority of stuff, you're really excited about it.
1: Well, yeah, I think, um, overall, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but Sony's was a lot more varied, whereas Microsoft, they hit a load of games, but... Uh, none of it was um, anything too exciting. No. Like, sequel after sequel after sequel after sequel after sequel after sequel. After sequel. Um, yeah, after whereas, sequel. Yeah, whereas well, Sony had more original stuff. There, there was some original stuff at Microsoft, like Sunset Overdrive continues to look like a game that I, I'm i excited yeah. for.
0: Yeah, it looks like a kind of mix between that kind of comedy, Dead Rising, Um, sort of thing, but with more substance to it and more options in killing things.
1: Yeah, exactly. And there was like, um, you know, a new Crackdown game's coming, but we didn't really see any of that.
0: No, there was a lot of that. That wasn't there, kind of like uh, announcement trailers.
1: Yeah, and not just from the Microsoft one, uh, as we'll we'll get to. But yeah, Microsoft one was really the uh, the press conference of sequels, starting off with uh, the new Call of Duty, which... That mm-hmm. There wasn't a very popular move for them, but I actually think that game looks alright.
0: And again, you would do, Gareth. <laughs> Why because wouldn't I? I just think it followed that kind of formula of every Call of Duty game, where it hits the beats at the same time, and they have been getting a lot of flack for that recently, but I think, yes, uh, not yesterday, when they showed the at uh, the press conference, it was even more kind of telling that we're seeing these kind of good graphics. It was nothing extraordinary. You know, I found... Far Cry 4 to be more breathtaking Mm -hmm. and I always love it at the beginning of these gameplay demos when kind of developers who are controlling the character kind of look up to the sky as if their audience are going to be in awe of the images displayed before them and uh, Call of Duty just didn't do it for me Uh, like I said I'll probably play it I haven't even played Ghosts to be honest and I'm the sort of person that would normally do that sort of stuff and uh, I think Call of Duty's had its day now but obviously it has got its market the problem is the game is dictated by that market so the game i liked a few years ago call of duty 4 it has absolutely nothing in common now it's gone so far the other way that it's not even the same sort of series so i think we're looking at a very different kind of game than what it started off as so and that's not a problem. It's it's just kind of evolved and mutated into what it is that their user base wants, and they know their user base very well.
1: They do, and they're they're taking baby steps. Like there was some cool stuff in this, like I guess there's like a little jetpacky bit in it, and there's cool grenades. Um, and there's like you know they got the scale right. They're in Korea. There's shit's popping off. There's giant walking tanks. Yeah, and I mean, like suits. I say,
0: the. The game has to work because they're changing a dynamic so much of Call of Duty that now there's going to be kind of. You're going to be able to jump up buildings, jump over buildings apparently. You're going to have like superhuman strength. So that's going to change the game, uh, the multiplayer immensely, probably into something more in the realm of Titanfall, uh, where there's like these kind of super soldiers fighting and you, you just jump in everywhere, flying, and it's going to be more like coming into the sort of Halo territory now rather than uh battling like for like with uh battlefield if you see what i mean yeah i agree yeah they're taking it into an entirely different genre uh totally now and i don't know maybe the kids are going to like it um, i know i say kids obviously <laughs> young you know the user base for call of duty mm-hmm. maybe they're going to like it but maybe it might be a move in the wrong direction for that kind of audience because it could change the gameplay so much they may not like it because they're they like their call of duty and you know it is a brave and i commend them for it because it could potentially backfire when these guys don't get what it is they want and obviously battlefield moving into that kind of cops versus robbers kind of more simplistic conventional shooter i think that may appeal more to that kind of audience so i think the battlefield audience should watch their back
1: <laughs> yeah I i just think like I think no matter what this Call of Duty gameplay trailer was, people would still be being arsey about it. Yeah. Whereas like if they had just said this is a brand new IP, you know, future shooter, look how cool this looks I think people would be pretty excited. Yeah. It's just the fact that it has Call of Duty on the front, a lot of people are just writing it off instantly as not being worth anyone's time. Whereas you know, as as uh, as sort of average as that series has become you know this is a new team working on it yeah they've they've got a lot of enthusiasm i think it's definitely going to be worth giving it a chance at least
0: yeah because, not to
1: just judge it straight because,
0: away yeah. call of duty the name doesn't inspire wonder or excitement anymore it's like it's been used so much mm-hmm. that the the name's kind of become synonymous with a certain type of gamer you know you could just say oh go and play call of duty that's that's like an in- salt to you as a gamer if you don't like it go and play something like call of duty you see these arguments yeah and when something do so much such as call of duty it starts becoming numb it's like coca-cola it's not exciting because we know coke coke is boring but if they released coke with a hint of hamburger you'd be like whoa hang on a minute that kit kat's got white chocolate in it hang yeah. on a minute that kit kat's got peanut butter in it I'm going to try that because that's out of the ordinary and I think Call of Duty has just become so stale and as a name it, it's got so much negativity behind it with people that as soon as you hear Call of Duty it kind of, it doesn't even register anything anymore it's it's kind of just a, it feels like a name that's just dead
1: Yeah, but I think there's a certain uh, piece of that market that'll go, well all of these ones that I've been playing for years have been modern, this one's in the future so I have to see this This
0: is modern, modern, modern
1: I mean, it makes sense, you know, when they went back to Vietnam for Black Ops, you know, jumping, like, 20 years into the past or whatever, then that did really well for him. So, you know, maybe a similar, like, incremental jump instead of, this is a thousand years in the future, just, like, maybe 20 or so years in the future, taking a punt on that. And, I mean, it's not like this game will do badly. It's Call of Duty, so by default, it'll make a billion dollars. Yeah. So they can afford to take risks. I... I am optimistic. I don't just shit on these games just because of their legacy.
0: Don't just shit on them, Gareth.
1: Alright.
0: What about you, Bayer? <laughs> did you did you uh did you enjoy that announcement trailer? Well, gameplay.
1: Kapaman Shanker! Excellent. Oh, that guy.
0: <laughs> he, do you know what? He cracks me up more and more every time. <laughs> <laughs> guy, if i you're such a funny guy. Um so anyway, Gareth. Mm-hmm. Uh up next, the announcements at Microsoft. What did we have?
1: Um, Forza Horizon Two.
0: That's a game that I'm very, very interested in. Really? Yeah, I love the first one. Um, I'm kind of like, I don't like the serious simulations, mm-hmm. but then I don't really like the things that are too over the top. I like to be able to swing a car around a bend at a hundred mile an hour. But then I don't like to kind of just drift around it stupidly. I like a bit of skill to be involved. Uh, my pinnacle was Project Gotham Racing. Always loved that game. Mm-hmm. Series. That was just the right balance between simulation and arcade. It's fantastic. Um, what about you, Guy? What's your favourite uh, car racing game? Black Ops and FIFA. That's not even a car racing game. That's a first-person shooter, you nutcase. What's he like, Gareth?
1: Oh jeez.
0: He's just crazy. <laughs> um, I I was uh I was just looking at it thinking of the wonderment. But again, I played Forza Horizon to death, mm-hmm. completed it, found all the unlockable cars in the barns. Just really enjoyed it. There's there's nothing that's gonna stick out really. I'm not like a fever pitch for it, but if it's a racing game I'm gonna be right into it. And uh hopefully the graphics are gonna be great. Gareth, you seem to have dropped something.
1: It's alright, uh, I was just fiddling with a little plastic thing.
0: You can't just sit there still and quiet, can you?
1: No, I can't. Uh, I hated the first Forza Horizon, so. Uh...
0: So they can't be counting on your pre order, can they?
1: No, nope, nope. they can stick it up their ass.
0: Well, you're gonna have to pre order it before they stick it up their ass.
1: <sighs> okay. I'll okay, pre order I'll, I'll, it. I'll it, then they can stick it up their yeah. ass, and then I can. Are they
0: going to stick the pre-order slip up their ass or the actual game on it on release day?
1: Uh, stick my finger. Up the...
0: Just your finger. It... Well, you don't need to pre-order it then, Gareth. Just say I'm going to put my finger up them. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So, um, when well, then we started to look at the uh, more sort of Fable. Fable came along, and uh, I'm still not inspired by Fable no matter how much I try to be. I like the first one a lot, but then I found that they just... I don't even know what they were, Gareth.
1: (laughs) Fable 2 was really good.
0: Yeah, a lot of people like Fable 2.
1: But this Fable Legends looks like hot garbage.
0: Yeah, it's it's very difficult, isn't it, when there's a long-running game series. and, And... if I was a games developer I would like my own chance to form my own kind of IP like you say and to be put with Fable, I know it's a recognisable name but people take risks now that they didn't used to before, people are not so keen on brand loyalty and like I say game, game names can put people off as much as they can draw them into a game Yeah. so you know if, if they called it Magical Wonder Splendor then I might say well look at that but you know, with Fable, the same as Call of Duty, you're going to get those kind of uh, people people that just say the same things, which are what are synonymous with the series. And it's not the people's fault. It's just that, you know, I don't like Fable because such and such and such. I don't really like the combat, or I don't really like the way the visuals are presented, um, which can sometimes go against games.
1: Hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, Fable guy, guy,
0: absolute, guy absolutely loves Fable. Paulin uh, came round last week,
2: although he does squeal like a girl.
0: Literally like a woman is brilliant.
2: I don't know whether it's because it was in a room of like three or four people. I mean, the lights were off. Paulin uh, came. That was quite fun. Fucking bukkake. The Stuff that dreams are made of. Um, still not really. Don't think I'm a, really a guy.
0: Excellent guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of work. <laughs> right, so guy, that's enough from you from now, and you're going on too much. You normally don't hardly say anything, but today, you're just right on it. Just calm down a little bit. <laughs> there was also that guy that came on that made Killer Instinct mm-hmm. that then said, I have really wanted to make this game. And I thought, wow, this could be interesting. Then he went on to say it was Phantom Dust, which I never actually played. Me either. No, so I can't really speak about that. Does it? Could it be a uh, beat-em-up? Yes, it probably is.
1: Apparently, it's some kind of card-based fighting game. Oh, Yep.
0: But you know, some people like cards. Me especially.
1: I love cards.
0: What's your favourite card in a deck of cards, Gareth? Oh,
1: um, the two of spades.
0: That is a really nice card. <laughs> right, so <laughs> I'm just waiting for my feed to load up, <laughs> which isn't working so much. What, what, what do we go for now? What, what? Right, just edit that. Okay. Right from when i said edit it the first time because this is doing my nuts in london taxi drivers are causing chaos good. <laughs> you're in manchester isn't it
1: it is always
0: bang yeah so um sunset overdrive that's that's looking quite good isn't it
1: yeah i really like the look of that game
0: yeah it's it's looking really impressive um, I like the way that it kind of insulted the first-person shooters and kind of military the uh, military background of most of these games when he comes in and just shows everyone that there's a different way of shooting people. And I'm quite excited for it, actually. Uh, it looks like it doesn't take itself uh, too seriously. Not at all. Um, it all depends on how it plays and how intuitive it is because it looks like it's the kind of game that's going to make you feel like a badass, uh, make you feel that you're doing really well. Um, Then we had the likes of of Evolve, uh, not being a big Left 4 Dead fan. I've kind of let this one go beneath me without paying it much attention
2: Mm
0: -hmm. during its announcements, but I don't know if that's a game that interests you.
1: It kind of does. It looks cool. It didn't uh, look like it was going to blow me away. The problem... With those games is getting a group of friends together and organized, it's is is fun when you can do it, but it's so rare that you can make it happen that Yeah. Yeah. I'm not hundred percent sure if evolves gonna be a, a hit.
0: Hm, mm, talking of friends coming together. Mm-hmm. Uh Assassin's Creed Unity.
1: Yes. Four player co op.
0: Yeah, which is which is good, but you know, when when it's someone like me I don't particularly like playing online or sharing my game experiences with anyone else. Because um, I feel it, you know, a lot of these press conferences, when they do these stage demos, people talk in a way that they wouldn't actually talk. Yeah. And they go, like, especially with the division demo, when she's saying, I'm going around the back, I need you to provide me support from the front. You know, you're more likely to be talking about masturbation or, I don't know, biscuits. Yeah, it's unbearable. Yeah. And the guy goes, it's OK, you can move now. I've got you covered. I'm on the roof. You don't talk like that. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice. It'd be good if you had to pay that much attention to a game <laughs> that you could, you had to actually work like that and able to progress. Uh, but I just think games are just so easy now. You can kind of chat with your friends whilst just playing it on autopilot. If yeah. there was a game like The Division and it was like one-shot kill... Then you had to kind of really think about how you're going to use each player's skills to get yourself out of a situation. Then that would be a lot better. I right. be like that. But you know, the lights of Assassin's Creed were they really working as a team or were they just all running around?
1: Yeah, for me, it's stuff like you know that boss has turned around. Quick, his exposed back is his weak spot. I'd shoot it now! It's like, <laughs> yeah, come on, man. <laughs> yeah
0: i will be like, why are you talking so condescendingly to me? <laughs> I know that I have to shoot this boss in his back. It's not like I didn't know that. And then it's, but that person will probably say it every single time. Quick, the boss's back's turned. Keep shooting it now. And what I saw of Assassin's Creed is like two of them were running around down below. One person was running up the top. It looks really good when it's explained to you and you can see everyone's screens. But when it's just you it's going to be pretty much the same thing. I think a lot of games are going on the whole playing together and co-op, but not many developers have really made a way that it's fun and enjoyable and <clears throat> it's hard to make a game and then try and adapt that game to incorporate four people, but then make it essentially the same game as it always has been.
1: Yeah, I mean I enjoyed watching the demo, I thought it was really cool to see all the assassins like working together, but as much as I enjoyed watching it, I just have absolutely no urge to play it. I don't see the appeal at all.
0: Well, like I said, you know how it's gonna play. You but, know yeah. It, yeah, you know how it's gonna
1: play. It's it gonna looked be... really nice. Like them crowds that were just it looked like there were hundreds of people in the crowds.
0: Yeah, but then that's what we said when Assassin's Creed was released, uh, in two thousand and six. Yeah. It was like look at those cl- crowds wow, that amount of people in one place is absolutely amazing. That's the future. And we're seeing that we're saying the same thing again. Yeah, but these crowds have more people in them. These are next-gen crowds. And then on the PlayStation 5, the crowds will have more people still. Well, I look
1: forward to that day.
0: You know, and it is coming, Gareth. you just got to wait for it. Alright. right. And then, then we went into the world of Halo, which is a world that, you know, it doesn't excite me so much, but I suppose if you uh, were a big fan of Halo 1, 2, uh, 3, you're gonna, you would have been absolutely delighted with the news that the Halo Master Chief Collection is coming.
1: Yeah, if I, I'm i not a Halo fan either, but I just kept kind of wishing I was during this kind of announcement, because if I yeah. was a fan of something and they gave me this kind of yeah. fan service, I would just be unbelievably happy. Yeah. But unfortunately master chief is just a nothing to me oh i don't get it at all
0: i do like his games uh i liked halo 4 which was probably the best one but um i tried halo anniversary edition and there wasn't anything in it that made me think oh god i missed back i missed out all those years ago Um, i missed
1: i missed this shitty shooting before we figured out how to make shooters fun
0: yeah and I mean, I presume Halo 1 is going to be the anniversary edition. They didn't really go into much uh, specifics on how each one has been remastered. They said Halo 2 has got HD makeover.
2: Yeah.
0: But I don't know if that would be similar to Halo 1.
2: I assume or... so.
0: And then will Halo 3 be sort of reskinned and Halo 4? Or are we going to get that?
1: Even if they had said it, I probably wasn't paying attention.
0: Yeah, you kind of zoned out until they got into something else.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, that's a lot of content, and then so out. Nah. I did hear that they were just keeping the Halo Two multiplayer just as is. Yeah, which is so what you
0: like, want. Like I say, if you're you love your Halo, then that is going to be a really good announcement because, like I said, all those maps they're legendary among the game players that love their get the games, the Halo right. games, and if you can do like a best of the best, if you can like pick from the maps in a pay- playlist. You know, you're never going to have to buy another game again.
2: Yeah.
0: Or you're going to say fuck did i really spend all them hours on this. <laughs> so it could it could swing either way, but i think, you know, a map a good map design is always a good map.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, at the end of the day, if it's playable, it doesn't matter if it's 16 bit, 32 bit, or even this generation, it's still going to be playable today just with better graphics. Um my favorite um map uh, as you are asking Gareth is probably crossfire in Call of Duty 4 and I've got so much love for that game that if I was to play it I I could this is how sad I am
2: right.
0: I can get grid paper and I can map out every single uh, birds eye view of that game's maps one after the other on that on that piece of paper and, you know, some people say that's sad. Some people would say that's an absolutely remarkable achievement. Infinity Ward could say to me, you know what, Rob? When we left uh, Infinity Ward and set up Respawn Entertainment, we didn't actually bring along the files with us with all the Halo maps. We want to do a Call of Duty 4 Anniversary Edition. Can you plot, replot the maps for us? And I'd say, yes, I can. Thank you.
1: Yeah, if they did a, a Call of Duty 4 Anniversary Edition, people would be all over that shit.
0: Oh, mate, I'd be so over it. I don't even know. I'd probably be over the other side if it was a... Right, so we had Rise of the Tomb Raider, Uh which, you know, that was just an announcement trailer. Um, I really... Well, I'm not... We don't really want to go into it, Gareth, because I don't want to suffer your vent. If someone came onto the stage and said, our aim this year with Tomb Raider, the Rise of Tomb Raider is not to make it so that the enemies are more believable, so they're not just standing there by a truck on the bridge waiting for your eventual arrival that they have no way of knowing would actually come about. Would you buy it?
1: Well, the thing is, I what I hated about that Tomb Raider game wasn't anything to do with Lara Croft and what she was doing.
0: Oh, I'm not suggesting anything, Gareth.
1: Like, you know, if, if they're making another Tomb Raider game based around Lara Croft, then that's good. Good for them, I'm looking yeah. forward to it, but... If they design it as lazily as the last one, then they can.
0: It has to pass Gareth's lazy test.
1: Yeah. The last one was just.
0: The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt was, you know, that was really impressive visually. Very, yeah. I played The Witcher 2 and I wasn't too impressed with the gameplay. I found it a bit kind of. It lacked any real oomph to it
1: or weight. Yeah, I can't get into it either.
0: Yeah so it was it was it's was very very strange kind of gameplay. My friend loved it and he said you have to look past it but I don't know if I'm going to have a, be able to have a game that looks that beautiful and then get over I suppose when games get more detailed and more impressive the more galling it gets when you have such an imperfection.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because you know if you can't get that combat right just just borrow someone else's engine you know just just do something else with it. Um I don't know if you're the witch is something you're looking forward to.
1: No, not really. I know a lot of people that are looking forward to it, but Yeah,
0: it looked really visceral when hitting people's heads or it looked like it had a uh, like area damage um, Yeah. so wherever your sword went that side of the person comes off.
2: Yeah.
0: And uh, that that's fantastic. Um the division uh again looking brilliant, but I was kind of sh- Sorry, I have to let my mum's cut out because it just keeps out crying.
1: Oh dear. I
0: know. Come on. Come on. You want to come with me? Yeah. Come on, mate. Come on. Come on. Come on. on. Bless your heart. Yeah, so I've basically been helping my mum gloss, um, which is not some kind of euphemism.
2: Good.
0: It's it's a. uh, it's a technique when painting uh, specifically a door and I've got to keep the animals in the room with me so they don't brush upon it. Makes sense. It does make sense. So, you know, the division, uh, it was, it still looked brilliant. It's one of the games I'm most hyped for because I did enjoy freedom fighters uh, mm. during the PlayStation two era. Uh, that was a brilliant game. And this looks very much like it where you've got an open plan city and you can take the missions as and when you like, Um If I was to play it with that group of people, I'd probably be quite freaked out (laughs) and I would remain silent. Um, No one plays games like that. And I think that's one of the main problems. I would love to play it like that. Don't get me wrong. I would love to play a game like that with that kind of military speak. um, And if anyone spoke out of line, they would get chastised. Um, And I think, you know, games would be good if you kind of got into character. You know, like when you're younger and you're playing cowboys You don't feel stupid for doing it. You are that character. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you're playing with your friends, you don't stop and talk about it. If I want to be Clayton Dent, who is, you know, the ex-army SEAL, and I want to talk to you down the headset as him, and you address me as him, and I address you as you, that would make the game a lot more fun, wouldn't it?
1: Probably. Like, there's that bit where they're in the subway, and there's like a hologram of children or whatever, and she's like, looks like they're left in a hurry. It's Like shut up! <laughs>
0: yeah, just just be quiet. Like you know, you're getting far too into it. Yeah. Um, but I would like to. But then at the same time, you'd probably have that feeling that you're a bit of an arsehole and you look like, like an asshole doing it. Um, but I'd like to walk through the city with you, Gareth, and just say, "This city, it looks awful. I can't imagine what what kind of things people are going through up here." Okay. So maybe maybe we can, maybe we can't. We just don't know. There was Scalebound, which was announced by Platinum Games, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it could turn out two ways. It could turn out Bayonetta or it could turn out Dead Rising. We just have no way of knowing. But, I mean, Japanese games now, they're becoming so easy to spot, aren't they? It's, it's, it's strange.
1: I didn't like the look of this, really.
0: It's a bit too out there, isn't it?
1: Just the whole, like, oh, I'm a teenager and I've got a sword and I'm winking at the camera and I'm so cool. It's like, yeah, and, I, eh. and
0: I've got headphones on my neck.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, which is kind of annoying. Uh, crackdown, we've already spoken about that. That was quite good. I uh, didn't enjoy the way they tore up the city, to be honest. I find it, find it quite rude. Um, they do all that to knock over the building that that guy's in. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why they didn't just destroy... The building he was in. It's less fun. I suppose, but you know, you don't know that it could have been an orphan's child um, hospital that they blew up to smash into that guy's face.
1: Um, Are you implying there's something unfun about killing orphan children?
0: I would never say anything so stupid.
2: Alright, alright.
0: Okay. Uh, That's about it, really. Uh, There's Project Spark, which I'm probably not known well enough to make a criticism well, I'm saying criticism, but that's my basic start to anything <laughs> uh, there was the Super Ultra Dead Rising 3 Arcade Remix Hyper Edition EX Plus 8 Alpha, which I did quite laugh at because you, they, they make it funny but that's it, pretty It's helpful. out now It's out now, uh, only if you've got an Xbox One though and a copy of Dead Rising 3 Yeah, yeah. It was a shame
3: Hey Gareth, uh, it's Paul Lin here. I uh, just thought I'd give you a quick uh, message, as Jasper I'd uh, also like to point out, one, I'm not drunk, but that's probably because it's 22 in the afternoon and I've got to go to work. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I uh, thought I'd give you a quick heads up on my thoughts on the battlefield hardline better. Um, I was rather impressed at first, uh, more impressed with the fact that I actually got it, because when I got home from work that night, it was, I don't know, probably nine, nine spots left, left well... Um, nine percent left so it failed on me a few times i thought i'm not going to get it but anyway eventually it downloaded yeah i was very impressed Uh, it ran very smooth uh, looked very good different gameplay to battlefield uh, which kind of threw me a bit i probably expecting it to be similar but i thought the heist was very good loading up the money stealing money and i think some of the vehicles were excellent as well so it's something to look forward to Uh, anyway uh, i'll be off now i've got to go to work see ya
4: Jordan aka Metal Rodent here. Personally I quite enjoyed E3, although as an Xbox guy I didn't pay much attention to the some of the other announcements. Gotta say the Master Chief Collection looks awesome though, it's got a nice funny feeling in my pants now. I admit I owe them all already but I don't care, I'll buy them again. Sunset Overdrive, kind of impressed, it looked a bit boring if funny, gameplay just didn't look that amazing. Battlefield didn't look great either. Just looked exactly the same as before, but with different textures stuck on. Doesn't exactly look like a proper police game. On the other hand, Rainbow Six looked fucking amazing. That's ah, so good. Multiplayer, squad action, destruction, tactics. Ah, uh, then tra- Crackdown. That was weird. Not quite sure what was going on there. Don't know. No gameplay and shiny explosions, yeah. Uh, on gameplay though, the Battlefront trailer were well, distinctly lacking in it, but it's nice to see that they're taking their time and putting a lot of effort in. Though, uh yeah, at least they tried, unlike Mass Effect, which is bollocks. Just some people waffling about how much they like the game accompanied by some artwork is not a legitimate trailer, no, no. But overall E3 are pretty good luck this year, better than the propaganda spouting naffness at last year.
3: Hi Gareth, uh, it's Paul Lin here. Um, I just thought I'd send you a different kind of recording this time because I thought the first one I sent was rather short. Uh, you'll be glad to know that I'm still not drunk. Hooray! Uh, I'm just about to set off for work. Yeah, I thought I'd go into a little bit more detail about the Battlefield Better that I downloaded the other night. Uh, As I stated on the first recording, um, I was a bit worried that I wouldn't get it. Because there was like, turned on my PlayStation 4 and it said there's 9% of slots or whatever you call it available. So after 3 or 4 attempts, download, fail, download, fail, finally got it. So yeah, a bit more detailed thoughts I'll give you this time. Um, I was quite impressed at how it looked more especially when you consider as to my knowledge there's at least what five months away for five months away from actual any kind of release or anything like that so i thought it was very looked very good for the better um initially i thought the gameplay was very different when i say different obviously um it's battlefield in some respects but it's developed by visceral and i think you can tell it's um the running still to me seems as if your boots are made out of lead uh, which not overly impressed with but all in all I was very impressed with the game itself uh, I also liked the fast gameplay some of the vehicles especially were excellent uh, there's one particular Vehicle I can't remember exactly what it's called now, but uh, it's billed as some type of uh, Medical assistance vehicle and you think oh is it an ambulance, but basically it's a super heavily armored truck with rocket with guns um, massive guns on it and you can just basically run people over and I had a lot of fun doing that in fact I probably spent more time driving about on this game than I did in say Battlefield 4 Uh, anyway I am actually having to go to work today now so I'm gonna set off uh, and I'll see y'all when I see you bye bye now hi
5: this is Don and this is what I thought of E3. Uh, So yeah, I watched uh, all three shows. Uh, Obviously Microsoft and Sony went first. Um, And what I saw, I was moderately impressed with, uh, more so with Sony, um, to be honest. Um, They put their show together better, um, and it uh, it felt a bit more engaging, and they seemed much more enthusiastic about their stuff. Um, They really seemed to, it came across that way to me far more in their, their, uh, their show than it did in Microsoft's. Um, although maybe it was because it was 3am by the time it, that had all finished and I was delirious. Um, it was very tiring staying up all that time. Um, but I was pretty excited by the end of it, I was really pleased with seeing some cool new stuff. Bloodborne looked good and uh, I'd let it die. I'm quite a Halo fan so I was quite interested in Halo. Um, even some of the stuff that Microsoft showed um, I was still quite interested in. Evolve I mean it's another first person shooter but at least they've kind of mixed it up a bit with the whole 4v1 aspect one of you being the monster, that looks pretty cool, it could be a lot of fun, multiplayer um... yeah, but then um... I think uh... like many people um... I've pretty much kind of written off Nintendo for E3's um... so I mean I wasn't that thrilled about the prospect of another you know talky Nintendo Direct thing um... but then I saw it and instantly old Nintendo Magic was back and they won E3 for me um, Nintendo basically they do not give a fuck they don't give a flying toss about the whole rest of the industry they're competing with absolutely no one um, they just seems to be having competitions between their own studios to see who can come up with the most insane game uh, and at the same time making them incredibly fun by its they, they seem to be the only company that still understand games are supposed to be fun not these fucking slogs of through you know, the most immersive experience we could fucking make oh it's so true to life, all the fucking realism oh, fuck off, I wanna have some fun and Nintendo really really fucking reminded us of that um, I mean this was the first year for Microsoft and Sony um, to really push the new games and the new experiences that we're supposedly gonna be able to have on the new generation of hardware a chance for them to really show off Um, but what do they lead with? Call of Duty, another one, I mean fuck's sake, which bean counting fucking grey-haired impotent accountant told them to do that? Uh, And then what? Battlefield, Hardline, another FPS The Division Oh, another FPS. Fucking hell. Just on and on with all the FPS's. I mean, Evolve, at least that, was slightly creative. But, fucking hell. <laughs> and then on to driving games The Crew, Forza Horizon 2. Uh, for some reason, a big reveal part of that show was the fact that it was the Nurburgring, which has been in every single driving game for the last fucking 15 years. Who gives a shit? Ah, uh, fucking hell, and who cares how fucking accurate to real life the handling model is on, on these driving games. I, oh Christ, it was so depressing just having to sit and watch through all this stuff. Look how accurate this is, you know. You can try them with your thumbs for fuck's sake, it's not real life. And um, I don't care if this is really how a supercar I'll never fucking drive would really take corners. I'll never be able to compare the fucking two, so it's pointless. And I don't care that the fucking stars in the sky are astronomically correct. Fucking how how pointless is that? Or that the engine noise that they spent four fucking hundred hours recording sounds from every single engine of every fucking car they can get their hands on is precisely tonally correct at every fucking range on the rev counter. Everyone's listening to it on different speakers, different televisions, it will sound fucking different to everyone. Pointless waste of fucking time and money, Jesus. So yeah, Uh, then Nintendo came along. It's like they, it's like they kind of wandered in, stuck their head through the door, and saw the kind of bleak, dark, downtrodden worlds that were being made by Microsoft and Sony. Kind of looked at each other and said, "Boys, you have some serious emotional issues." And then they just skipped off to fucking Robot Chicken. And got them to animate their CEO. Who the fuck does that? Nobody does that. Except Nintendo. That's fucking who. I couldn't just sat there watching that. I was like, what the fuck is this? That was amazing. No one else would even think of doing that. I mean, I bet fucking Microsoft and Sony CEOs were just sat there. Watching the Nintendo feed and going. Hang on. Reggie Niwata are fucking doing flying kicks and backflips and having a fucking fight with each other. How come we don't get to do that shit? Our jobs are so fucking boring. We make games for fuck's sake. Why are we in just fucking suits, sat around, fucking bean counting the whole time? And that's what Nintendo kind of did. They came along and um, it was like they they knew how fucking dull these other guys were being and they just come along and then take the piss. They basically kind of went, oh, you've made another Call of Duty. Oh, sorry, no, that's called The Division, is it? Oh, they look the fucking same to me well uh, that's nice but fuck you we've made Yoshi out of wool uh... what's that you say you've got another crackdown game fuck you we've made a game where you swim in paint (laughs) And oh look what's that bruce lee's anatomically correct penis bulge fuck you we've made a fighting game where the princess can fire a fucking giant laser out of her face oh but you do have a new metal gear solid yeah and it is open world fair enough oh no guess what Fuck you again, we've an open world Zelda, 16 million colours round in your face, and none of them are brown. That's basically what Nintendo did for me. They came along and just shook everyone's by the fucking throat and went, what the fuck are you all doing? All of this dreary, drab shit, it's just fucking, fucking all your oppressive... Annihilated fucking future worlds, dystopian nightmares filled with blood. Jesus, so fucking depressing. <laughs> so yeah, Nintendo. I I would really after I'd seen Nintendo show, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna join Nintendo. I'm gonna get my retinas burned off from the sheer force of colours thrown in my face, <laughs> and where it look, it really feels like I might actually have fun playing games again, instead of just slogging through to the end. Just keep on grinding, keep on going, dying again and again and going, oh, fucking hell, I've got to beat this fucking game. No, fuck that. I'm joining Nintendo and I'm going to have fun. Thanks.
2: Hi, it's Rory here. Um, game Central Nintendo, in that case. I um, enjoyed D3 this year. Some great stuff coming from all the big players um, playstation had a solid solid E3 good games announced you guys Xbox had a you know just a solid E3 some excellent games coming out on that think I'll be getting an Xbox One at some point um, but then you know why I'm here to talk about Nintendo and I love that Nintendo you know the whole video it was excellent with the robot chicken characters and you know just general piss take on everything, it was excellent Um, I really like the the look of uh, Yoshi's Woolly World also Zelda obviously, that looked absolutely excellent and I cannot wait for that Hyrule Warriors I'm looking forward to, Super Smash Bros looks excellent really really good, Um, the amiibo characters as, as a you know, they look great. Super Smash Bros, Mario Kart—whatever they plan to do with them—is going to be excellent. The fact that you can level them up is uh, is really good. Makes them unique. Um, I just think it was a great E3 over the over the three days, um, and I'm looking forward to playing some excellent games over the next year or so. Guy's a weirdo. That's it. He's not going to be in it this week as he's at a festival. So uh, yeah, we hate you guys. Shut up.
0: Um, then early, early in the morning, um, while I was asleep, a PlayStation rudely kicked off their celebrations. Sony. Um, they didn't even wait for me to wake up. Uh,
1: yeah, I did try and tell them, but they. they yeah, did you tell them no t- Did they? Uh,
0: did they? Um, did they even ask if I was up yet before they started? I don't think so. No. <laughs> oh my god, that's rude. Because there was no like kind of answer machine messages saying like, "Rob, you up? You up? We're going to start. We're going ahead anyway without you." Um, but Sony chose to open with Destiny. Uh, Destiny, I always felt, was a kind of Microsoft game. It's got a lot of Microsoft kind of feel to it, but I think it just shows that Bungie, they hate you, Microsoft. (laughs) What you did for them. Um, So, the order 1886, Mm -hmm. uh, which is people were saying that they would have preferred to see more gameplay. But you can always say that, can't you? And it, it slipped. And maybe they don't want you to know why it slipped maybe but um during the ex- uh, playstation sort of was there anything that made you think as someone that hasn't gone next gen yet i need to get myself that console
1: um the only thing that sort of interested me on the ps4 was no man's sky which there's probably mm. a pretty good chance will come to pc anyway
0: yeah it looks like a kind of pc centric game But I'm just I'm just worried with that, that, you know, people like Gareth Williams are so excited about all the possibilities. But surely at the end of the day, there's only so much that it can be. I know they say there's these endless planets for you to discover, but there is going to be Tree A, Tree B, Tree C. So you are going to see Tree A on another planet rather than the other. You are going to see Plant C. You are going to see Animal D. Do you know what I mean? The way it all makes itself
1: up. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's the cynical way of looking at it, I guess. Which is what I'm here for. Which is probably what's going to happen, but I yeah. want to believe them when they say the word infinite. I want to believe that it's possible. I don't think it is, but no. I want to believe them. And if it's true, like, you know, they took off from a planet, they had a space battle, they flew down to another planet. Like, that's what I've wanted from games since the first time I touched a NES controller, you know? Yeah. And it's... it's- it's happening, it's in that game it's just whether the rest of the stuff they can
0: um, Yeah, because it's got to be actually interesting once you get to the planet
1: Well, I don't know about that necessarily like, you know, I play Minecraft I have a fun really, time exploring You'd be happy
0: to just fly up in the air, fly down, go hmm, this looks nice,
1: then fly back up and then go somewhere else Depending on what there is to explore, yeah, I like exploring I'll have my friends with me play yeah. multiplayer, you know it's like with Minecraft, you know, you make your own fun. Which, if you if you have a good imagination, is very easy.
0: Yeah, you can do. Um, there was Uncharted, again. Oh, yeah. Really upset. Really? Not really upset, but upset that there's no kind of gameplay for it. Um, there was a lot of games this year that, you know, were big, big sort of things you would expect to be at E3. Yeah. Uh, in playable form. And the fact that they're not, it's kind of like oh it just i think everyone kind of gets a bit down about it especially if you're into games that's why um you know nathan drake just looks a bit older that's all you can say from it um yeah they didn't
1: there wasn't even a hint and there wasn't you didn't even do much you just sort of stood up looked a bit sad and walked off
0: and it's like if that's what you've got to show me What Uncharted is, what it stands for, and why everyone loves Uncharted, that's like the complete opposite. I was expecting, as was probably most people, to see something that was dazzling and just incredible. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: That you would say, well, that is the next gen. But uh, Far Cry 4 really impressed me. Um, I think Far Cry 4 saved it for me, really, as something to look at and just see what the next gen can really start doing and again there's not much different you're still going to get the same sort of things the same undo the uh get the checkpoints where the guards are there's going to be a lot of that still a lot of the same sort of shooting just with prettier graphics but that's a game that i want to play again because i think far cry 3 was one of the best games that i've played especially first person shooter
1: it was definitely very good um I would look forward to a sequel. I worry that it's just a different skin on Far Cry four.
0: Well that's it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, Far Cry
1: three, sorry. Um yeah. I didn't care much at all for like pretty much any of the characters that were in um Far Cry three or any of the stuff that you were actually doing, so Yeah, they're all
0: pretty hateful.
1: Yeah, so if they sort of go for more story stuff than that probably won't work for me. No. Whereas, because, you know, I I did all the taking over um, bases stuff before I did, like, half the story. Yeah. And then I was kind of out of stuff to do. And I hope that's not the same this time.
0: Well, it looks like there's, like, the grappling hook, there's that gyrocopter thing, Mm. Uh, there's an elephant that headbutts a jeep. (laughs) Um, I know, I don't know what that was about, to be honest. Uh, just let elephants loose on people. Um, but yeah, it's a first person shooter. You, you, I think the problem is, you know what you're going to get. Um, mm-hmm. I like the way that you can now sort of take people out of cars and you can shoot them because the amount of times I'd just be chasing someone in a car, just waiting for them to stop and get out, wasn't the best of things to do. But um, yeah, it's got a few things in there that will warrant an upgrade. Uh, when he jumps onto the car and then stabs the guy in the neck, yeah, takes that's over. Awesome. That was brilliant, and you can imagine kind of driving off the side of the building and going down in that that wingsuit that mm-hmm. was really impressive um, but yeah that's that's something we're going to have to look forward to a uh, little big planet free not a big little big planet free person, but I know the people that do like it absolutely love it
1: yeah the the whole like those four people playing the demo were all incredibly British, and it yeah. really pissed me off. They were. Mm. I don't. I don't know why. Something. This, this. This and Fable. Both the Britishness of both of those <laughs> piss me off so fucking much. I don't know why. It's not like. Yeah. It's not like. Sort of exploitative. It's just fucking annoying. And yeah, especially like, be especially because, the one demo that had British people in it, they were fucking terrible. They kept yeah. falling off platforms. They couldn't do anything. Everything they tried to do, they failed at. And then. Luckily, one of the characters can just pick people up and fly into the exit or whatever, because if they didn't have that, we would have been looking at our demo for 20 extra minutes while they tried to do all the hard stuff with terrible yeah. little big planet physics when they can't play games anyway. Yeah. Ugh, British
0: and also, also, you you this this is going to be whether Gareth was impressed or not. Uh, is but Gareth now impressed with Batman Arkham Knight?
1: I thought the demo of Batman Arkhamite they showed made that game oh. look fucking awful. I could not believe how bad that demo looked. How not, not dare graphically? You. Not graphically. Graphically, it's a very nice looking game. Yes. But he gets in a Batmobile. Yes. And it looks like hot poop coming from a bumhole. And then the wow. And then the Batmobile turns into a tank. Yes. Which is just a tank. Like, it just... Nothing exciting about that at all. You just pull a trigger and shoot some stuff while driving around. It's just, It just basically turned into a shooting game at that point. Nothing special about it. Yeah. And then he gets to, like, the base or whatever. And in, instead of fighting people, it's just instant KOs. Which I don't know if that was just for the demo.
0: I think he's that hard now. You reckon? Yeah.
1: Because, like, the part of the appeal of these games is the combat is kind of perfect. And yeah. this didn't look right to me. Like, he was going in for punches and it was, like, a weird kind of slow motion that didn't look very good. And then he skipped to the guy and there was a weird, more slow motion. Then they were both just unconscious. Yeah. And it was a bit like, you didn't show me anything. You focused two minutes on tank combat and then didn't show me the actual Batman combat that I wanted. Hmm. And then it was just him walking towards things, and, looking and,
0: mad. Yeah, basically.
1: Yeah. And I. That game looks like shit right now. I think <laughs> they've they've gone. Let's make this look really nice. Yeah. And then there's no there's no like point two on that plan. Do you point think it's just going to be a nice?
0: very pretty city with just not much interaction? Then, just.
1: I think it's going to gonna be a very pretty city. And that's all that'll be. It'll be terrible in every other way. I think, somehow, everything I saw of this game didn't look like a Batman game. Yeah. It looked like they've fucked everything up. Even bits like, you know, he's going in to see the penguin or whatever and there's a grate on the floor. And there's no, like, you know, he doesn't do any of the Batman stuff to open it. He just, it seems like he's on rails. He just, like, goes towards it. Batman automatically lifts it up and jumps down and does a flip and then he just keeps walking again, does the same thing to another grate and then he's just attacking the Penguin. How does
0: Batman open a grate?
1: Well that like you have to like hold right trigger to duck down okay. and then like press A. But there was none of that. Oh, okay. It just looked like it was on rails, like
0: Well it could it could have just been a sort of tech demo and in a few years time we'll be shouting swear words saying it looks nothing
1: like that. It could, um, it definitely could. but Yeah, it sort then, of had that
0: kind of feel to it, didn't
1: it? Yeah, if that's the demo they're choosing to show, then they chose a demo that makes me say that looks shit, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, was there anything else at the PlayStation conference of note that...
1: Let me see, Metal Gear Solid Five trailer looked like yeah. gibberish in <laughs> visual form that I have no idea what's going on there. Do you? uh,
0: Not really. It's kind of like uh, so strange. and It's it's almost as if I'm watching something in a different language. (laughs) Because every time I watch a Metal Gear Solid trailer, and I watch them all, Mm -hmm. I love Metal Gear Solid. I don't particularly like the games, but I love the lore and the character designs. But every time I watch a trailer, I think, surely, surely I must understand by now. (laughs) You know, I watch these trailers at like 10 minutes each.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, I watch it. I should understand what it is that's going on by now, but I don't. And I think that's a a problem with Metal Gear in Mm -hmm. that I liked the Metal Gear uh, Ground Zeroes. A few weeks back, I spoke about it, loved it a lot. And that's because it, it was just basic. There was none of this sort of other stuff going on. You were just on an island to get someone out, and you got them out. I wasn't put off by this whole story and how it goes on. I think I've got a grasp on it, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't like to talk about it to an expert because <laughs> I wouldn't like them to turn around and go, "Actually, can I just correct you there? That doesn't actually happen." Um, I like to think I've got a basic knowledge of what's going on, but I think the problem with Hideo Kojima is that he's got a very he's got a basic premise. And the basic premise is interesting. Yeah. But he swamped it in so much kind of uh, extra stuff that it doesn't need to be, be it in the cut scenes. It's almost as if he tries to make sort of uh, so much more out of it that it doesn't really need to be in. And if you were to give any of his scripts to a film director, they would cut half of it or three quarters (laughs) of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just say, look, that doesn't need to be in the story. And I think that's what happens when you allow someone, even though he's got the best intentions, he's not a film developer. He, he likes to think he is, and he likes. To, and his fil- his games are very filmic, mm-hmm. but I don't think that he has the skill to tell a coherent story in a way that people can just get it from a trailer. Because I I still didn't, I still don't really know what's going on.
1: Uh, I haven't seen that space whale for a while. Yeah. Example. i mean
0: it's, it's things like that it's like okay you've got that space whale that's nice that's crashing towards us but please give us a little bit of uh context just you're,
1: we're not asking for much
0: no you're just throwing things at us that just don't make any sense
1: even if snake turns to the camera and goes there's a fucking space whale yeah it's like a far, fine. How
0: one kind of bat, bats an eyelid like that sort of Well, space whales do smash from the sky every now and then. Yeah, they're just just like,
1: (sighs) another space whale. (laughs) God, I had one of
0: these land on my car the other day (laughs) when I come out to go to work. They just come out of nowhere. Or even if it said, hallucinations.
1: Yeah.
0: Bang. Just, (laughs) Just explain it a little bit more for us, please, Hideo. I'll probably try and play it, because if it's got the same sort of mechanics as Ground Zero's had, then I'm in anyway. But, you know, I just. It, I'm not. It, when you're not interested in the story of Metal Gear, it makes it very hard to kind of access it or have any kind of enthusiasm for it. Like I say, I like Ground Zeroes because the base of the game is very good. It's very solid, very strong, very enjoyable to play.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I don't know if I could play that and get interrupted by cutscenes every five minutes in a story that I'm not too involved in. And yeah. that's the main problem for. They would have been better off just having a whole new reboot and kind of doing Metal Gear Solid all over again on the next gen. That'd be
1: Uh, cool.
0: uh, And that would be good. And you could start it off again, have just that Liquid Snake, Solid Snake, like a kind of brotherly rival, take it back to basics, um, and I think you'd get a a whole lot more people buying into the game.
1: Yeah, I thought Uh, about getting into it a few years ago, because they did that... um... Like, Metal Gear Solid collection for the Xbox, I think it was. But that was, like, Metal Gear Solid 2, 3, and then some comic book or some shit. And it's like, just give me one, two, and three. Just, oh. So I didn't get it in the end. And now I have no idea.
0: Gamers, like me and you, we're very interested to get into it. But we need a kind of helping hand. Because, like you say, you watch it and you're like, what the fuck is going on? But we're lucky, because I was watching it with my mum. And, uh, we were we were looking at the Assassin's Creed Unity gameplay demo. Mm-hmm. And boy, if you think whales well, coming from the sky I confuse us, what's that red dot on the screen, Rob? What do you mean, mum? That red dot floating in the middle. Oh, that's where I've got to go. But it keeps changing. Yes, because that shows like where I am in relation to it. Oh, okay. Rob, yep. Why are there a blue A up in the air and an orange A? Oh, they're my (laughs) teammates. Doesn't this make it all terribly confusing, Rob? Not really, because I'm used to it. But it it is confusing if there's a red dot in the middle of the screen. And it's kind of like, seeing it from that kind of point of view, you know, it looks, for someone that doesn't look at games anymore, uh, for someone that doesn't play games, it is kind of a bit crazy. And she was genuinely worrying about, uh, not worrying, <laughs> thinking about what that red dot was. And, you know, for us, we just go, oh, that's a marker. Like, it doesn't have to be explained. Yeah. But, you know, I kind of feel like that with Metal Gear Solid. That's an analogy. But I'd like to sit there next to someone and go, what is that massive sky whale? And then to go, well, Rob, funnily enough, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then thank you for explaining that to me. It makes perfect sense. But, unfortunately, I haven't got that person. Yeah. Um, anything else coming from the Sony conference?
1: Plenty else. Uh, Bloodborne. Bloodborne, from which, the people that made the old Souls games. It is indeed. Looks very gross. Lots of skin hanging off of a dog. And which, you know, zombies. is...
0: Dog skin, probably the worst skin you can get. And for it to be hanging off is not pleasant either.
1: I would much rather that skin be on the dog than not. Yeah.
0: But, you know, it could be a nice dog. It could just have a skin condition.
1: <laughs> I suppose. I doubt that I doubt that from playing the, the Souls games, though.
0: Yeah, you watch it's, out.
1: It's not the usual style. Um, there was a CGI trailer for Dead Island 2.
0: Yeah, again, just a CGI trailer.
1: It was good, though. I enjoyed it. It was very uh, Zombieland to me. Yeah. Which, I don't know if you've seen Zombieland, but...
0: I have, yeah. a similar tone. It's kind of, I don't know, zombies. I'm kind of getting a bit bored with the whole zombie thing now. They're so easy to make, and I think it's a bit lazier developers because, you know, when you read a review of a zombie game, no one ever goes on about the artificial intelligence, which is one of the hardest things to do. And all the time, developers are using zombies in their games. It's another reason not to kind of develop uh, better artificial intelligence. Mm. It's kind of like, well, we need to make a game, so let's just put zombies in it. And zombies have kind of becoming, again, it will be like Call of Duty. Sooner or later it would be zombies just provoke no kind of emotional response. I would much rather fight a really intelligent unit of uh, soldiers than zombies just walking towards me. I think we've had our fill of zombies now. That was a real last generation thing. Let's really use the next generation to build in more intelligent enemies.
1: Well the good news is nobody's is gonna force you to buy it, so
0: Thank you very much, Gareth. <laughs> I appreciate that.
1: Good. Okay, there was a there was a live action trailer for Magicka two. Mm. And I thought that trailer was awesome with the guy sat around his house all sad, yeah. looking for jobs and he couldn't get a job, and I was like, You and me guy, we we know. We we're we in the same how- shoes. Yeah. That was a good trailer. I really enjoyed that. Uh, Grim Fandango is coming to PS4 and PS Vita. There
0: you go. Same for the PS Vita there.
1: Yep. One thing. <laughs> yep.
0: That that will keep me holding onto it, but I've actually been playing Dynasty Warriors 8 Extreme Legends on it. And I must oh. say, as a Dynasty Warriors fan, really enjoy it
1: guy would have loved that he loves dynasty warriors
0: he does so if you've got a PS Vita and you like dynasty warriors which is quite a low majority of people <laughs> uh then go out and pick it up as soon as you can All right,
1: so that was grim fandango. have you played grim fandango
0: i haven't actually that's one of those kind of games that that sort of tim schafer like full throttle and things like that uh, didn't have a pc at the time so yeah same it was kind of stuff that i didn't get into but i did play psychonauts game which i thought was really good
1: yeah, I've played uh, Monkey Island. I've played uh, the newest one they've done, Broken Age. But yeah, Grim Fandango is one of those games everybody fucking loves, but I've just never played. So that yeah. potentially that's exciting. Yeah. Um. What else we got here? Let it die by Suda Fifty One. That was that trailer with the, the giant black man in a nappy that was just kicking the shit out of people.
0: Yeah, but it's just, you know, it's that kind of thing that. I don't know, maybe we're becoming... Maybe Japanese peculiarity is becoming uh, a bit... We're not as used to it as we once were.
2: Hmm. So
0: we're on a diet now with these kind of futuristic military shooters. And now these kind of games, like a a space whale and a man in a (laughs) nappy kicking people in the face. And you're kind of like, oh, do behave. (laughs) You you know? (laughs) At the end of the day, we play games to have fun. And... You know, it could be fun, but uh, we—I'm kind of more dismissive towards the Japanese games. It's kind of like you're not my real dad anymore. Like when we we were younger, we used to love all these Japanese games, and we were really happy. And we were like, the Japanese were so lucky—we've got these Japanese games that are so quirky that just keep gaming industry uh, exciting. But now we're more like, that's a bit childish. (laughs) (laughs) So you know, uh, we're kind of like we make our own games now, Japan. Get a life, <laughs> you know. Start making things a little more grey, and mm-hmm. maybe we'll talk. Fair enough. Thank you.
1: Um, there was a game called Abzu, which was the sort of underwatery one. Yeah. Uh, which terrified me, <laughs> as I uh, I have a fear of water. Oh, little known uh, fact about me. That so, is a little known fact. Thalassophobia, it's called, which is basically the fear of like. Phallus. Thalassophobia.
0: Yeah, you're scared of phallus.
1: No, Phalluses. no, it's the fear of like you know water where you can't see what's underneath it and the creatures like that live. Are they
0: out in Sheerness, where the sewage into the water is quite bad? So you can't <laughs> really see it.
1: not necessarily because of sewage, but you know, like in the middle of the ocean.
0: Yeah.
1: If like if you ever see like wildlife documentaries where they're filming under the water, yeah. And then, like, they'll go, and oh, now a shark's about to appear. And the shark will, like, appear out of, like, just nothingness.
0: Like a, like a really early PlayStation 1 game draw distance.
1: Kind of, except that's what yeah. happens in real life underwater.
0: I think, I don't think that's a uh, an uncommon fear. I think that would scare quite a few people.
1: Yeah, but, like, to the point where when this trailer came on, I felt a bit sick because it was underwater. Okay. And I couldn't... There was um, in Far Cry Three. You had to like go and dive underwater to get something, and I couldn't oh, yeah, do yeah. that at all.
0: I, I didn't like that. Is it especially like in films where? Do you remember in 2012 when John Cusack had to go under the water to get his son?
1: No, it's, it's not so much like stuff like that. It's it's just more... murky
0: water, basically.
1: Well, it's like when you look underwater in the ocean. And you can't see the bottom of the ocean because yeah. it's just blackness because the obviously light so can't deep, penetrate yeah. down there. And like when you think that if something that lived in the ocean was underneath me right now and wanted to eat me, there's nothing stopping it. It can swim faster than I ever could, and it yeah. could just absolutely destroy me. Like well, there
0: that you go, Gareth. That, that maybe they can make a game out of that.
1: They have it's called Abzu, and it looks fucking terrifying for me. Well, there you go. Coming to PlayStation, see. So- <laughs>
0: <laughs> you won't be. No. Uh,
1: no. What else was there? Mortal Kombat X.
0: Mm.
1: I think this looks awesome.
0: I think they've uh, changed it up a bit now, and it, it looks definitely looks a lot more interesting. Like the Never Realms, never really been too interesting as as it. And I don't know. You know. I think it there's there's a real opportunity to make a game with personality a fighting game it's always about the fighters but you never really realize remember the stages and mm-hmm. there's a lot of stages in there and the the they're kind of like those especially that guy and the woman when they're fighting looks pretty good but i still had took issue with the whole you can smash my skull in but I'll still carry on fighting
1: you don't like that
0: no it's kind of like you and tomb raider it just doesn't sit well in, in my mind.
1: <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. But for me, Tomb Raider was trying to be realis- realistic, whereas this is just not even going anywhere near realistic. No. It's just, you know, I'm sticking these needles through your eyes and cheekbones, <laughs> and then you're going to just keep fighting me.
0: I just enjoy it.
1: That I can't wait to play Mortal Kombat X. That's one of my most exciting yeah. games that I've seen. For me. PlayStation TV? Yeah?
0: Yeah.
1: What about that superhero-themed television show that they've spent ages talking about?
0: Not really too interested. What? Um, That 150 versus 1, whatever it was called, on the Xbox. I never really got involved in that sort of stuff because it never works out how it's supposed to because you need actual people that are in on it too. Yeah. But there's just too many stupid people out there.
1: Well, what about a Ratchet and Clank movie?
0: Yeah. I'll yeah. go for that, Gareth. Thank All you. Alright,
1: okay, yeah. uh, you can have that then. <laughs> Nintendo.
0: Nintendo. You know, I I didn't catch the actual press conference myself, but there's a lot there to make uh, little fanboys like guy happy.
1: It wasn't really a press conference. It was pre-recorded. It was really weird. They they had like a fake fight near the start where they're like doing headbutts (laughs) off each other and flying away and stuff. It was really weird. Uh, But there, some Smash Brothers stuff. You can use Mees now as a character.
0: Yeah, and you're going to get those little models, aren't you?
1: Yeah, that uh, amiibo, they're calling yep. them, which is a stupid name. Yeah, it's terrible. I I don't understand why they it.
0: Well, yeah, let's, them. let's not talk to them about naming products.
1: That is a good. point. Yeah. They hardly, uh, hardly the people you want to base your naming structures off. No. Um, what else was it? This was the shortest one by far. I think it was like forty-five minutes. Yeah. Um, there was a new character for Smash Bros. Palutena from Kid Icarus, who we all love. Yeah. She has big boobs and a bum. I don't know. That's all Um uh, that <laughs> They showed Splatoon, which is yeah. a four v four multiplayer game where you spray paint everywhere
0: over each other's face.
1: Yeah, and then you turn into a squid. And swim through the paint. As you do. Yep. <laughs> Can't make that up. There's... Yeah. <laughs> and then there's
0: there's like Zelda. You've yeah. I love the Zeldas. They brought out the big guns, didn't they?
1: Well, did they though?
0: Well, there was a few big guns like Metroid that wasn't brought out as a gun.
1: I think what they showed of Zelda was definitely amazing. Yeah. But what they showed was a 45 second long trailer for a game we won't get to see anything off for about a year. I, so think
0: like... that, I think that's one of the things, isn't it? Because when you see gameplay, you're like, mm, that's nice, I can feel it, I can touch it, I can kind of imagine it. But when you're given a kind of trailer like that, your brain thinks, oh, this is going to be ages. And I think that's one of the things with Uncharted as well, in that you just think... Because you remember seeing reveal trailers over the years, and then you remember how long it takes for the games to actually come out.
1: Yeah, especially Zelda games.
0: Yeah, and it and it hurts, because you know that it looks great, but you're not touching it for at least a year.
1: Yeah. Well, they, they were saying all the right things. They were saying, you know, open world, we're going to get away from that usual Zelda structure of do the dungeons in an order. Yeah. Approach things from whatever way you like. And it did look amazing. The graphics looked really, really nice. Yeah. It's just a shame that all we got was 40 seconds and a giant middle finger with the numbers 2015 tattooed on them.
0: Yeah.
1: <sighs> Bastards.
0: Which was rude.
1: It was. Um, so obviously I'm excited about it, but I'm not... not from the I'm looking forward to next year's Nintendo thing. Um, yeah. Yarn Yoshi? Yoshi's Yarn of, of Yoshi? Yeah. That looked... The could graphics in that look ridiculously good. Yeah. I don't know how they make it look like actual yarn.
0: Well, you know, if anyone knows their yarn, it's Nintendo. <laughs> so, there you go. They probably... I, I guess. They don't do documentaries. like We went and visited 5,000 yarn factories across the world to make sure that our yarn was as specific and natural as it could be.
1: Well, they were, they were in a yarn shop oh
0: there you go that's They're
1: research sat in front of some yarn and then yeah. they had a little knitted Yoshi which didn't look anything like the one in the game yes and they were like see it's, it's Yoshi uh, Um there was some Toad puzzle game Toad
0: puzzle game now oh, what a great name they picked for it as well
1: <laughs> I don't remember its name it was <laughs> like Captain Toad's puzzle penis adventure
0: oh yes was, I would play that
1: somewhat along them lines anyway yeah Ish, maybe. Um, there was a Bayonetta two trailer. Yep. They Again, that just looked the same. Well, yeah, but they announced the first Bayonetta is going to be included. Yeah. And you'll be able to play in a Link, Samus, or Princess Peach costume.
0: Mm, great. How lovely. Well, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's a nice little bonus, isn't it?
1: It seems weird to have somebody dressed up as Peach getting naked. Seems like Nintendo yeah. wouldn't be so wild on that, but you know. Seems,
0: yeah, but you know, they're going to go wild.
1: Let them go wild. Girls Gone Wild. Nintendo yeah. Edition. There you go. That's a game that would
0: sell. <laughs> <laughs> that sure would, especially with that uh, touchpad.
1: <laughs> oh dear. Yeah,
0: so it was kind of a, a muted um, uh, E3 from Nintendo. Yeah. The thing is, they again they know their audience better than anyone else, and you're gonna know what games you want out of that list. You know, you know your stuff if you're loving Nintendo. Yeah, guy loves Nintendo, don't you, guy? Well done. God damn it! God damn.
1: Um, they yeah, a lot of people were pretty excited about the Nintendo thing, but I don't understand. I don't see it. Yeah. I I liked it. It was fine, but it wasn't mind-blowing like I didn't come out of that thinking I want to buy a Wii U. Yeah. I came out of that thinking 2015 is when everything's coming out for Nintendo, so I can wait for a whole year to get one. Like I mean I I have to buy Smash Bros so I can't wait a whole year. But you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And the, one of the things is it's like the, the stuff that they showed would still uh uh, would appeal to their audience they already have but there wasn't anything there that kind of would entice any other new buyers and I think mm-hmm. that was one of the problems like you say there was stuff like you think oh if I were really into Nintendo I'd really like that um, but there wasn't anything there that made me think shit I've really got to think about getting myself one of those Wii U's in that sort of voice
1: yeah it was a bit of a shame I love yeah. Nintendo but Man, just in recent years, they just haven't been getting me excited about anything. Even the Smash Bros, like, they announced a new character, uh, Palutena, at the press conference and they announced another new character yesterday, which is going to be Pac-Man. Yeah. And well,
0: it's, it's, yeah, it's not, like, so amazing, is it?
1: I'm not excited about either of those characters at all. No. Which is sad, because I usually go crazy for any Smash Bros news, but... Well there you go. Pac-Man really Yeah, that's I mean the best. he's just a ball. I may I may get some flack for saying this, but Pac-Man is garbage. Go on, Gareth. He's not a character.
0: Well, this this is the thing, isn't it? Um it's like when, when he's so far removed from the fighting genre, it doesn't really make you feel in, you don't think, oh, I wonder what this guy would be like in a one on one beat em up or like four on four, whatever it is. It's not that sort of thing. Like when they did Solid Snake and Sonic, you thought Sonic versus Mario. Come on, yeah. Let's have some fun with our lives. You know that's good, but you don't think, oh, I wonder who'd win a fight out of Pac-Man and Mario. <laughs> well, probably Guy thinks that, doesn't he? You know what he's like.
1: Maybe. But yeah. I mean, like Pac-Man is a great game. Pac-Man is not a great character.
0: No, that's it. It's not an. A... Well, yeah, the shape is iconic, isn't it? The shape yeah. of Pac-Man. But that was only because of the limitations at the time. Yeah, they had to do that. It wasn't like an, a piece of genius, like wow, this uh three quarters guy looks incredible,
1: <laughs> but now you're be be able, able to punch him in the face with Mega Man. There you go, right? So,
0: honorable mentions that we go on to now, Gareth okay, is Grand Theft Auto 5. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't know. I don't think that I need Grand Theft Auto 5 in any higher resolution, but I'll still buy it. Yeah. You know, I think it's... it's. We all knew it was coming. If they can kind of get the traffic uh, to be more dense, if we can get... Um, I don't know. I'll, I mean, after playing Watchdog and stuff like that, I still think Grand Theft Auto is overall... A better looking game. its It's got... When you're on top of a mountain... Mm-hmm. Looking over the city and the sun's setting... It's awe inspiring. Yeah. And you know... I've already had that awe. So are they going to be able to awe me again?
1: Yeah, I'm not excited like at all. No. I think it just takes so long to get into a Grand Theft Auto game. Unless you use cheats. Yeah. <laughs> but like I can't imagine playing that game for like six hours or whatever the fuck it is yeah before i get all three characters unlocked i can go anywhere to the point where i can actually start having fun yeah i can't see myself having the patience
0: it's still going to be the same great game but again it'll be the same great game yeah (laughs) i will get it to look at it and think oh yeah that's great because it is a great game and no one can take that away from it Mm -hmm. um but I think it's just, you know, a lot of developers do are looking at this sort of the same with um, The Last of Us. They're looking to cut their teeth with a game they've already got and upgrade it.
1: Yeah, I saw that, that trailer for The Last of Us PS4 version. It didn't actually look as impressive as I thought.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's one of the problems. is We're going to be looking at these games <laughs> thinking, oh, this is going to look amazing, but... It's it's just hard, because it's the same code that they've just got to upgrade, but at the same time, it's the first time that many of them will be using the hardware that is the PlayStation 4. So, yeah. what can you get out of it? And I mean, when you look at the launch games of the Xbox 360 compared to the games on Xbox 360 now, yeah. there's a vast difference. So, you know, they've got... The, if, if Grand Theft Auto 5 is the maximum they can get out of the Xbox 360... Then at the beginning of the Xbox One's life, surely that's the least that they can get out of the uh, Xbox One. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Same with PlayStation 3. Last of Us, everyone will understand, that is the most accomplished game visually that I saw last gen. Um, That was the end of the PS3's life. There you go. That was the maximum they could get. PS4, that's going to be their starting point, if you were.
2: Yeah.
0: So... That's brilliant. Is there any other, other honourable mentions, Gareth? Because my mum has just texted me saying, Rob, tea will be ready in five.
1: <laughs> yeah, honourable mention for me goes to Battlefield Hardline. There you go. Which had one of the, the best E3 moments in recent years when they were like, and that demo is available right now. And that yeah. was that was an awesome moment. Because I actually went to their website and, like, you know, the demo was up and ready, and I was like, oh my God. They, and then it all crashed. Yeah, they had problems with the servers obviously. <laughs> but um that is
0: classic, isn't it? Like the I, one thing you'd think they wouldn't want to happen.
1: I know. I I it was still a really cool moment though. I I understand that um it's working now, so once we finish this I'm probably gonna start downloading it. Play it for oh, myself. Oh, yeah, play enough. some cops and robbers. Yep. But that that was a really cool moment. And that game does look really cool. The stuff they're doing looks like an action film. Yeah, but happens naturally, which is what Battlefield is. It's
0: the basics of what we've all done—cops and robbers, isn't it? You know, at the end of the day, you can put all this military, futuristic shooters, and all these visuals. At the end of the day, guys just like playing cops and robbers, cowboys and Indians, uh, and whatever else you'd like to—terrorists versus army men—is probably what they play now, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's true. So, was there anything you saw that you hated?
0: No, I think that's the thing. I mm. think there wasn't anything that kind of I thought, God, I hate that. That's awful. Because I was just so... Um, the stuff that I wasn't that interested in just so uninterested in because basically you can be. Now, I know the games that I'm going to like and I know the games that I'm probably not going to like. There was no big surprises of unknown quantities. Do you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I by and large agree with you. There are a few things. The Fable, um, Big Planet, Presentations yeah. irked to me, like got me very angry. Yeah. I can and say- other than that, I just think that new Batman game is going to be absolute garbage, and everyone will be flocking to me when they realize how right I was about like it. Like the Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: foretold the prophecy. <laughs> That'd be good. But Gareth, if you'd just like to announce our competition.
1: Okay. So we did a competition um, over last weekend. Where we were giving away a copy of Watch Dogs for Xbox One. Uh, All you had to do was retweet the tweet that was on the website, and 118 people did. And our winner.
0: Drum roll, please. Make sure it's a really good drum roll as well, Gav, not one of them cheap ones. Alright.
1: Our winner is.
0: Guy Whitlock. (laughs) No, that would be inside trading, and that is illegal. Our winner is. Pork Packer Pete. Polk packer Pete. Now I don't know if that's his actual name or that's some kind of uh, sort of name he uses online. But hopefully he just works at a butcher's, a real family man, goes home, just is really fond of pork. He's not a weirdo <laughs> of any kind because we don't want to promote that kind of stuff and also not reward them for being weird.
1: Yeah, in fact, we're rewarding him with a copy of Watchdogs. Hopefully, so. uh Paul, what do you mean, hopefully. I, I'm just saying, you know i can making sound really dodgy Gareth at Porkpacker Pete if you get in touch with me uh, go on uh, gamebanter.co.uk and you'll find the way to get in touch with me uh, and just say hey I'm Porkpacker Pete and i won <laughs> give me my fucking free shit you asshole, and long-haired asshole." exactly <laughs> Congratulations. Okay, so on
0: that note, my burgers have been presented to me. They look really nice. They've got lettuce in. Uh, Vegetarian burgers, obviously. Uh, Gareth, I love you. Uh, I know. Thank you. And Guy, just have a good time at download, right? Because you don't really care about anyone else but yourself. Bye right then, Gareth. All right. Speak to you all soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
5: The stuff that
2: dreams are made of.